I'm, I'm probably going to spend all my money. I think I'm going to spend all my money. Hello and welcome to Fantasy Football Interrupted, Season 3, Episode number 13. I'm joined by my co-host, Alex Katza. And I am your other co-host, John McStravick, and uh, we just wrapped up week number 11, which leaves us with just two full regular season weeks left in fantasy football. So we don't have any time for any small talk, so we're going to dive right in, though, to our fantasy talk topic of the day. Um, Alex, have you ever been caught in a situation where you've had a tough time, game day, can't log in or there's can't find internet reception or you accidentally do something stupid like accept the trade last minute when you meant to decline it like have you ever run into those last minute this uh problems where like you're just freaking out because you have just minutes to spare before kickoff happens well i'm usually on the other end of it uh i'm usually watching everyone else's team and i'm one of those people that will help you any way i can like hey give me your login information i'll go in and my computer and I'll log in right now. Just tell me who you want. You know, you know, let's let's do it together. Like, generally, it probably helps me in the end uh, for that person to beat whoever they're playing. But uh, I definitely have a situation where a guy was at a wedding and you know he couldn't get internet, and I made sure that he got his players in. And you know, in the end, end of the day, it didn't matter. But it's still one of those things that I had to do. Yeah, you have actually saved my hide a few times in our league when you uh, send me a text about 10 minutes or less before and be like, hey, are you sure you don't want to start your uh, quarterback who's on the bench today? Yeah, and like you won't even respond to me a lot of times. I'll just be so on it a minute later. I'll be like, oh, he changed it. He saw it. Yeah, you do love to uh, watch other people's rosters besides your own, which is uh, quite the dedicated moment. But I guess that's because you also watch it for if you don't want other people to win just because somebody's being dumb or slow or exactly. not paying attention, uh, which I fall into that category uh, quite a bit. Although I have been on on top of it more this year, almost more on top of it than you were this week, but I just couldn't quite return the favor in time. Uh, but we'll right. get to that a little bit later. Um, That's not... I myself have done all these things. Uh, I even the one time it was like game day and somebody was offering me a trade and for like Mike Evans for some garbage. It was Sam and I was going to have fun with it and I was going to reply with a counter offer, but do some absurd thing and just say his best player for like my worst player or a kicker. And instead of being all sly and smart about it, instead of saying uh, counter offer, I hit accept. And this was probably 15 minutes before kickoff. And I just go into panic mode. I'm dialing up the commissioner, our buddy Jake. I'm like, dude, this happened. It was an accident. You got to turn it over. Luckily, everything got resolved because usually that is the uh, the etiquette and the unspoken word is that if somebody cops on the horn with the commissioner, like right away to call, red flag something, it'll get reversed. Yeah. So let's talk about that. I've got a situation that's similar. I'm a commissioner in one of one of my leagues and. I had a buddy uh, last year who dropped Josh Gordon, and he said his uh, his thumbs were too fat. That were his reasoning. He didn't mean to press the button, but I'm pretty sure it's like a two-step process. You hit drop player, and then they confirm. Are you sure you want to drop this player? So I, I never bought the excuse, but I left him on the waiver wire instead of putting him back on his team, and I actually picked him up the next week, even though he told us not to. Yeah, I know. I, again, again, I, you seriously dropped the player like by accident. I think 
You had like drop remorse. How how soon between the drop and when he got in contact with you? It was like two days. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Then that that is way without all the realms of. Uh... But in the in, in the end of the day, uh, I gave him Josh Gordon because I was up against him that week and I still beat him. He didn't make the playoffs. Uh, so it was one of those things where I never bought it, but he just, you know, oh, oh he's well past the statute of limitations at that point. I'm talking sure. like this is within like a half hour, hour, like maybe like half a day max is like the real real stretch of it you get past more than like six hours though it's kind of like bro that's on you you made the move whatever dumb move it was and you also like didn't realize it happened or didn't get in contact just like yeah he's still lost he's still lost so so it goes you're right you're right so uh, in that situation i think you were completely within your right that guy is free bait like go pick up whoever it yeah, was I, I wanted him but he didn't do that well anyway i had better better options so it didn't matter speaking about better options it's a shame you didn't have better options this week so let's get into this weekly recap Ugh. um let's before we get into the sad let's get into the good we'll start on a high note i am three and oh this week for the second time this season baby That's and good. it felt really good i pretty much coast to all three wins i was tracking them all but i was up by like 60 points in one league 50 points in another league and then like 30 points in another and it was like all of them were just fantastic going into sunday night uh yeah i was i was two and one in mine uh and then one devastating loss one devastating loss which i yeah you know what and it was a devastating loss for me as well because that affected my playoff standing because you lost who you lost to yeah and it would be nice because he's like second in points to keep him like out of the playoffs uh i could have it essentially would have been uh, up for grabs for that six spot if I if I had won and all because I didn't start Drew Brees I didn't I kind of got complacent I didn't check I had Deshaun Watson um, and honestly I lost by five points I lost by five points so Deshaun could have gotten me like one touchdown would have saved me but also Robert Woods an hour before game time being out really hurt me since we have a fab waiver wire I had no one to put in there was no other option. I had to sit the zero burger. So two different ways I lost were heartbreaking. And then did you have Adam Thielen out as well? Is he on this team? I have Adam Thielen and I have Devontae Adams who have just been injured for most of my season. Well, you know, I, Deshaun Watson, I mean, got you like less than five points, which is just like absurd. I, it's <laughs> He had one. He had one pass interference call against Hopkins that they didn't call that should have been an easy touchdown if they hadn't gotten held or if they didn't even give him the flag to get him into the uh, the red zone. So he had a rough day. Yeah, but then not to have Breeze in there who threw for, I think, 22 plus points. I would have. I even said it last week that I was going to put him in. Of course I was going to start him because he's not going to have two weeks in a row at 11 points. I knew he was going to have a great week. No, I just didn't put him in because I got complacent. I didn't check my lineup. And this is something that I've started this season, which has helped me because I've like I've said before, like we said at the top of the show, there's times where I just get complacent or I get forgetful or I'm like scrambling last minute. Like, and you're all of a sudden you realize you don't have players and no oh, waiver wires closed. Sorry. I have, st- I need friends like me essentially that call me up. I have started just, I've started just putting my roster set for at least who I think I want in there the coming week, like the day of like the last game, like tonight, I will probably set my rosters for next week. Just who I want, I think at the beginning, but then I will, I'll tinker hopefully later on, but at least get the right guys in there from like 
a, a longer term perspective for the week. You know, and, and normally I do do that. There there are a few occasions where I'm up against Sam that I won't put in my lineup right away. Oh, you want to you want to mess with him? Not he just, I don't want him to know all of my cards right away. So, he, you know, this is an exception. It doesn't happen with me. It won't happen again. Uh, so, but luckily here's the good part. The second place person lost as well. So I'm still in first place. Okay. But hold on. I want to back up to this like whole dynamic you have with Sam. Like, I think you're getting in your own head with all this. This is why you lost. If you just went and did the normal thing and just changed your lineup, like from the get go, from like Tuesday on, you at least would have had something in there. That's better than what you had. Again, I lost by five points. It was one touchdown. And you know I get what I mean? that. I get that. But uh, but you're getting. Zach Prescott playing, gave him 37 points. You're you're playing head games with yourself. The it's fantasy football. It's not going to change how he handles his team by what team you put out there. You're wrong. You're that's not true. Um, some people look at that projection number and they see that I'm going to put up 130 points and they start freaking out and spending a bunch of money on the waiver wire and Which getting is a everybody. Good thing. No, no, I don't No, No, I need them to just be like, oh, I'm going to beat him. Let me put in my lineup. I'm not going to tinker with it since he cleared up here. He, he's not doing anything special. So, I mean, it's a head game, but Sam's the only exception. Uh, again, it's it. I didn't mean to not look at it. I just got busy. Life happened. It does. Life does happen. Okay, well, moving on then. Who was then your best player out of the week for most of your teams? Uh, I would say Marlon Mack was probably one of my best players across the board, uh, sadly, because I have him. And Well, at least he at least he got onto your, uh, one of your best player uh, boards for a week one last time. Uh, we'll pour one out for Marlon Mack, who went down with an injury. I think he's done for the rest of the season. So He's... he's... I, I believe he could come back if they make it into the playoffs. I think he's done for the fantasy season. Fantasy season. Um, so then uh, my best players of the week were uh, Garoppolo came, come, came through real big, especially after a really slow start. Um, uh, Chark came through again. Yeah, Chark well, Jr. Like I said, I've, I've had faith in the Foles Chark connection, and it I was proven right. He got me all three leagues. I have him in all three leagues. That's true. I've got him in one league. He did give me 24 points. So He got me – He got me. the way our scoring is, I got 30-plus on him, um, I think. Jay Brown, John Brown up there in Buffalo Bills holding me yeah. down. My had dynasty. Him I've had him for point. like years, and he's been doing garbage for me, and I just was like, I'm holding on to him. New team. Maybe he'll be my wide receiver three. He's like my wide receiver – 1.5 honestly this season because yeah, Hopkins has good. been really off for various reasons. I, Very get, sad, yeah. But Brown, man, he's uh lighting it up up there, being the number one wideout for uh what's his name up there? Kyler Murray? No, in Buffalo. He's in Buffalo. Oh, Buffalo, Allen. Allen, Allen, that's right. So I'm happy with him. So yeah. Oh, and Ingram put up another solid performance too. Uh so anybody on the Ravens right now seems to be like if you have him on your team, balling. you're, you're yep. doing good. Um biggest disappointments of the week. Oh, me, myself. I was the biggest disappointment. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sometimes the coach has got to take the blame. I will. Uh, Brian, Brian Hill of the Falcons. I didn't, I didn't pick him up, but like I said, I wouldn't have because their run offense is terrible. But he, he, he did have a touchdown called back for holding. So. Yeah, I saw his name flashing around when I was doing some research that he's one of those guys that some people were pissed off because they picked him up and thought he's going to have a breakout week and then he did nothing. I, I read on Twitter, he put on Twitter, uh, I almost I almost want to apologize to my fantasy owners, but nah. <laughs> and just, he trolled them so much. Like, everything they said were... 
It was pretty fun. I, I did read some of those. I, I saw that too. I enjoyed that. That was spot on. Well done, sir. For me, it was um, Jones, Ronald Jones Jr. Just nothing this week. Like he, yeah. he's this up and down thing. But you know what? He's in my RB two. But I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with him. Tampa Bay running back, right? Tampa Bay running. Yeah, back. the yeah. Tampa Bay running back. That team is just up and down and streaky. Always. So I'm just gonna Constantly. ride it. It, but when he does do good, he he's going to get me like 18 plus points. So I'll, I'll take yeah. it as an RB two spot when there's such low depth at the R running back position. Um, who else did good for me uh, or who knew else was a disappointment? Oh, Allen Robinson. I mean, but all Chicago, same thing. It's not a Robinson problem. It's a Chicago. Yeah. I've got Montgomery. It's a Chicago problem. Uh, and Sly, uh, the kicker for Carolina, who was, you I, can never trust kickers. I, I picked him up cause I had my guy on a bye week and I was like, I picked him up in two leagues and he got me nothing, although it didn't matter. And that'll actually bring us around to something that we're going to touch on in our, uh, strategy talk later this week. Um, so any other white, I just, like I said, I picked him up on the waiver wires. Um, I picked up uh, Kyle Allen on the waiver wires, a QB. I told you I was going for hunting QB hunting. Uh, yeah. yeah, that, that did absolutely nothing. Thankfully he was on my bench, so it doesn't matter. Uh, so I'm going to be in the QB market again this week. So we'll see who's out there. Um, any waiver wires or trades you made this week? You know, I, I picked up a uh, car as a quarterback to fill in for Rogers and that worked out pretty well. He was on the waiver wire. What league is that? Holy crap. It's a 10 person. It's modeled just like ours on Louis with one less flex. Wow. David Carr on the wire. So it's a half point PPR with a fab, but once the fab is over, it's free reign. It's all free agents. So wait, but when, what do you mean when the fab's over? So essentially everyone is, is on the waiver wire until Wednesday, but that's when you bid. But as soon as, you know, 12 o'clock rolls around 1201, Oh, they turn to open. Not, it tur- yeah, they're just free agents. And, 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 that, and that's all the way through Sunday? All the way through Sunday. So wow. w- once that goes through, you can pick up whoever. But uh, that first that first round is when you get your defenses and your kickers. We have to talk to our commissioner about it in the L.A. Locals League room because I, I feel like there at some point there needs to be an open wire, and I feel like we've talked to him about it. He's making up Sunday. Some... I think Sunday. I think Sunday needs to be the, the day. Yes, For, that's at the very least. That is in my dynasty league. How I learned about open was Friday night. We have they all they get processed Friday night, and then right after that midnight process, then everything's back yeah. open all the way through Sunday. So, so something like that. For the same things that you have your problem where you had Woods was got it's, out. That's BS. I should be able to pick up Woods' backup and put him up. It's Sunday morning. Now, if it's already like Sunday's going on, like that's a different thing. But like Sunday morning, if you hear things, if you're hearing but things. But he'd still be available. Like, like, but if Robert Woods' backup is, is on the waiver wire, I can, you know, whoever that yeah. is, I have no idea who, what that person's name would have been. And it probably wouldn't have mattered since golf was terrible. Um, but the point is I couldn't even find you know, a backup tight end to put in, in the spot for sure. Yeah, no, that's definitely something we have to look into and, uh, press the commission on that one. Um, all right. So then was there any big moments for you this weekend? So like for me, uh, some of the top moments, um, I, I, I unfortunately I was on the wrong side of this in real life, but on fantasy, I had him. Edelman threw more touchdowns than Tom Brady, which was funny. Yeah, that was sad for me because I was gonna pick up Dorsett, and I think he threw a touchdown to Dorsett, so that would have been that would have been my touchdown I needed. To I, win. I mean, you should have known he's Edelman's favorite target man. They have quite the rapport. You should have known that. So oh well. Um, yeah, I I 
I'm jumping up. I'm, I'm either holding toe or jumping up in the standings for my playoff jockeying. In my dynasty, I'm back in the running. I'm, I'm up in fifth place out of six, which is great. Uh, unfortunately, in our league or LA Locals League, where I'm also in the running for the playoffs, I got no help from you, and I'm still in sixth spot because you didn't beat Sam, which you should have, and I would have jumped up to the fifth spot. Yeah, so I'm mad well, at you. I'm mad at myself, <sighs> too. Uh, believe me, I've lost sleep over it. So the other things I noticed this week, I, it seemed like for the in real football, the real teams and the top players uh, bounce back to the, the any of the standard bearer teams that are supposed to be in the big playoff teams or are normal top of the line players in fantasy football all bounce back this week. All the major teams won. All the big players seem to get their at least standard points of you know quarterbacks getting twenty points or so. You know Drew Brees was one of those guys. So that's what it seemed like. A lot of restoring order this week. Uh, did you notice that? Did you watch any of that? Yeah, I got to watch most of the games. Atlanta did really well against Carolina, which um, well, Carolina's know, not a real playoff team. That team is going downward, which is interesting. The the co- the owner said that uh, he's not going to uh, tolerate losing for long or mediocrity for long. So it looks like there should be could be some people on the chopping block out there uh, in Carolina in the off season. We'll be curious to see what they do with Cam. I'm actually kind of amazed that uh, Minnesota was able to win over Denver because Denver was up like seventeen nothing. They're up twenty nothing. They went. Was they, were they really? 20. See, I stopped watching. That's how like uneventful it seemed. Like I don't know if they're down twenty nothing, but they were at least down twenty full points and came back in the seventh half, uh, second half by twenty points. Um, but Denver seems to do that a lot this season, where they give up decent leads and lose all close games. Um, the other big thing I uh, noticed this week, it seems that uh, LeSean, uh, Lamar Jackson is the new Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it seems like he was he's the value pick if you drafted him, what, like the ninth round or whenever you could have gotten him. So I feel like Lamar Jackson might jump up to the number one overall quarterback next year. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, you've still got your Aaron Rodgers and... Uh who always is always our number one in our league. Yeah, but didn't um, Jackson have another four-touchdown game or something like that? Like Pat, Pat Mahomes is still doing good things. I mean, he still throws to his tight end. Yeah, but Pat Mahomes almost seems like he's surrounded by better talent than Lamar Jackson is, and Lamar Jackson is just making it happen. I guess. I just I know that you know sometimes it's a one-year thing, and people get more game film on you, and it's a lot harder the second year. So okay, so right now you're kind of hedging your bets on Lamar Jackson. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that uh, I've seen like with Robert Griffin, uh, he was great his first year, and then he got hurt, and then you could never use him again. See, but this is this is where I think you look at the intangibles of like coaching and the franchise where. Uh, what's his name? Shanahan, Mike Shanahan. I mean, that guy was notorious for running running backs into the ground. So what would make it any different for a running quarterback for him where John Harbaugh seems like he knows what he's doing. I guess time will tell. Uh, I agree that uh, he does seem like the best. He's the MVP candidate right now. So why wouldn't he be the number one overall quarterback next year? Mm -hmm. Okay. uh, So I think that's about it. Did you have anything else that jumped out at you this week from fantasy or real either wise? No, I just enjoyed actually getting to sit down and watch most of the games and kind of, you know, just get to enjoy my NFL package for one week. Uh, Like I said, life gets busy and it's hard to kind of make time because once the afternoon comes, you know, I've got two kids, uh, my mom and and wife. It's just a lot of people need my attention and I can no longer sit there and enjoy just destroying people in fantasy football. Yeah, I know. I'm uh, I'm coming into the realm of that, all of that. So when you get pulled a thousand different ways, 
it's no it's no fun. Um, but moving on then, let's get into some of the breaking news, which there isn't too much of this week. We already touched on some of them. Uh, first, Austin Hooper, I think, is officially done for the season, which is really disappointing to me because I have him on my dynasty. But it's okay. He had a breakout season, what I would consider a breakout season. Who's your he backup? Jumped, uh, Dallas Goddard on the Eagles. So... Um, he's touchdown dependent, but it's better than a lot of other tight end options out there for a backup tight okay, end. Yeah. He had a touchdown this week. He had like, I don't know, 30 yards and a touchdown. So he got me like 11 points. So I'll take it. That's all you can hope for for a tight end. Yeah, exactly. So he's done. I still have high hopes for him. He did really well this season. I think he's jumping up the list of uh, tight ends that are going to be taken high next year. Um, speaking of uh, high picks that you had, uh, Marlon Mack, he's done for the season as we touched on already. Are you going to be looking at his backups? Yeah, I have, uh, I think, the second most money in, in my Fab Bank account to spend all of it Ooh, on him. Ooh, is that a foreshadowing <laughs> of uh, winning the spendy this week <laughs> by, by a James margin? I have Marlon Mack. I need, I need his backup. So, essentially, I will be spending a lot of money this oh, week. On, yeah. Um, I've got to figure out the math, but I looked at it. I probably won't put it all in because I don't think anyone's going to put their entire bank in on him. Uh, but, yeah, no, I definitely, with the exception of Kyle, who is in last place and has no business on the waiver wire and rarely plays the waiver wire, I have the most money. How's that? Well, I, I will say, though, this comes back to the conversation we had last week. Like, is it, is it like part of their duty even being in last place to do whatever you can to try to balance out the scales of the league like it doesn't seem like a kyle move in my opinion he's got like triplets or twins and oh no I think kyle, he kyle's tri- checked out right now he's he's got like three three he's got a gaggle of kids kyle's you know there's kyle's been checked out since week one so i i don't think he's made many moves on the waiver wire um you know it would it would only it wouldn't surprise me if that were Albie in last place. I would do uh, it. I've done that kind of stuff. I'll throw in. I, I think I threw. I think people got really pissed like two years ago when I was out. Oh, of I'm it. sure. And, and I made oh, a, sure. I made a big play for like one of the players. Yeah, for like a tight end. Oh, that was I do remember playoffs that. too. Yes. And they were yes. Or is it Cameron Bright or is it a different person? Some, I I, it was, yeah, it was, I think it was like a tight end. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember when I did that. Honest to God, though, I where on my life I made the move not realizing like the taboo I was doing I was just oh, like yeah. I think I was still playing oh because I some I forget what it was I think I was playing not to be in last place though so yeah. I, my my thing was like well no because the points still matter though so I needed to like I don't know there was a reasoning behind it where I was like it was I know it was for last place and nobody was clear on how the last place rules we're shaking out while playoffs are going on anyway. So yeah. What do you think? Would you, how much money would you spend on this backup running back as much as I could, but what I I don't have enough, I would have to spend my whole bank probably, or like I just because, okay, I guess let's just move on. Let's move on to strategy talk. Like two more breaking news is that Connor is banged up in Pittsburgh. So maybe you want to go for him, (laughs) his backup and T Hill had a hamstring injury. So big deal. He's always hurt. 
Okay, moving on into strategy talk. Let's keep this rolling. All right. So I wanted to. I, I was noticing this when I was looking through the uh, transactions before we were hopping on, and I was noticing all the fab money that a lot of the teams in our league actually have left this year. There's like four, maybe five teams that have fifty-seven dollars left. Yeah. And Jake has something like seventy dollars left, and I don't know what Kyle has, but that doesn't really matter. But guys who are all in the running actually have a large chunk of money left, which is very surprising for this league because yeah, usually they, they didn't do a lot of moves this year. No, and, and you, you're like one of those guys. I was like, hey, I just, Alex has $57 left. That's crazy. And not that you make big money plays throughout the year. We've you talked about it. You make a lot it. of money plays. You make a I lot us- of I usually spend $7 a week. And the fact that it's week 11, I should have spent $77. You well, know what I mean? Well, that, and that's kind of the opposite. That's kind of me this year. I've been every week kind of making a play here and there, and I'm always putting on a, at least a couple dollars just so that if anybody digs, plays no money, I get the guy. So so here it is. Kyle has $62. Then I have 57 And then in second place – oh, no, in third place now, uh, Jake has 54 So I have three more dollars. So the question is – I just have to spend $55 and I've got that running back. Cause if Mac is out for the next three weeks, you know, it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money on one player that Ooh, you don't know. Bill, Bill has 57. I told you, I said, you're not the only one. With yes. 57. Okay. I, I missed, I missed that. So yeah. Yeah. So then, and, and he had Connor, he had Connor as well. He, oh, so he needs to make a running back play. So, so you're going to talk me into spending my entire bank. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Connor's backup is, I think, on the wire. Uh, Samuels, is it Jalen Samuels, I think? is He's the not on our – he's on Sam's team, though. Oh, okay. I thought the Pittsburgh backup running back was available. That's crazy because then it goes down to 41 is the next That's closest. me, and that's me. I have $41. So does Frankie. You yeah, both have 41 I know, I know. It's, but that's it because then it goes down to 18, 10. Well, that, we're talking like, the James oh, of the man. world. But I don't need the money later, do I? Am I going to need it in the well, playoffs? Wait, but wait a minute, but you might need it in the playoffs. You never that's, know. That's the thing. That's that's where it's weird for me because it's like do you do you go all in to get to oh, the playoffs? Heart. See, here's the thing: is you're in the playoffs now, though. Oh, right? easily, yeah. By asterisk. So you don't have to. I mean, I know you're jockeying for that first spot, so then you get a buy. So that's still in play. I'm still in a pretty good spot to at least make second, even if I lose. Right, because you have more points than Frankie. Correct. And he so, keeps losing when I lose. So that's why, yeah, there's a lot of going on with the waiver wire now this week with the fab money in play. So this is exciting. But, but you know, Bill needs it. He's in seventh. I think he lost this week. He did. I beat Bill this week. Tom yeah. Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. That's, Over, what, he get, that's what he gets for yeah, starting yeah. Tom Brady. He must have seen that I put Edelman in and thought he wanted to try to do the dynamic of him throwing. Who knows? I I think he tried that before and might have beat me that way or something. But man, I beat Bill. I'm two and zero against Bill this week, this year, which is fun. Uh, yeah, but he needs <sighs> he needs a win and he needs Connor. He needs a replacement for Connor, so he's in a tough spot. Uh, I'm making a play on a running back this week. Put it that way. I probably not going to win him just because there's other people with a lot more money than me. <laughs> well, you've given me my floor. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm spending $42. <laughs> You've just that's that's the minimum amount I'm allowed to spend now. 
uh, just to guarantee that I can get it, even if you're playing mind games. Oh man! Well, you don't know how much I'm actually going to spend Frankie, on one. Frank, no, because Frankie has forty-one. Frankie, so I could say Frankie, I'm just Frankie will die I'm just too. doing it to stop Frankie. Yeah, Frankie will. Oh, die. Yeah. I think he'll. He's, you're right. he's the kind of guy that'll dive in. Yeah. I see. I'm not honestly not probably going to dive in all the way because I've been bleeding myself dry because I keep I made point four dollars for Kyle Allen and he fucking threw up like a donut up me on me. So I don't I understand. Know. I, but anyway, anyway, so it's I I just found that interesting. That was like a last minute thing I was looking at. Um, good talk. I like this talk. This was a good talk. It's funny you you actually are debating. You're you're having a hard time in your oh, own head. I, I could spend forty two dollars right now. <laughs> I, I, if I knew who to drop, I would do it right. Just now. remember what happened though when you paid up. You got the Spendy Award for, yeah, uh, for the running Malcolm back from Brown. the Rams. I do remember. I didn't get to use him at all. Um, so I guess this, and this actually just was beautiful because my next topic was cashing in on late season breakouts. And that included Let's talk other, about it. Ding, ding, ding. Um, well, cause there was Jacob Hollister as the tight end up in Seattle. Who's like now supposedly hot on the radar For, because him, well, and, because Disley Disley went down. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then, uh, Jay Williams is the other one. Is he the one for uh, Marlon Mack? I think is the backup. Yeah. He's the backup for Marlon mm-hmm. Mack. He's the one that's hot I, on the radar. So just like I watched, I watched him run. There's a reason because he had a hundred and some yards too. So like I have he, no idea how many yards he ran. But he ran like an Energizer bunny. No, That's he had like 136 thought. yards. That's when he was on my radar. So obviously Tr- I'm not going to get him burn. <laughs> No, you're not. I, I'm not you getting are, You are not okay. going. I am telling you now. I, I <laughs> I've i already put in a, a claim on him, but I know yeah, I'm not going to win it. So it's okay. You can tell me. I'm putting in 42 just to stop Frankie. <laughs> like, you know, forget about you. Well, I, I have to stop Frankie. You have to worry about Bill. Bill's the one. I know. He, he may get him. Cause if, he may spend, he would spend all of it. Cause that's the question. Here's the thing is, okay. So I want to, okay, well, let, I want to touch on this topic with you. Cause we were texting about this Sunday because I was kind of giving you a lot of shit because I'm like, your damn wide receiving core is screwing me over. You have but no, imagine, depth, you have no depth of wide receiver either, man. Like what I is don't. with your team? They, they, they're all hurt. All my wide receivers. How are you hurt. not? The, yeah. Well, you should be always on the wire, man. Picking up new receivers. You got to have those two spots. You flip I've been winning with. without them. Ah, I see. still would. Look at the I hubris. Look at the won. hubris. Look at the I hubris. I still would have won. No. If I had just checked my lineup and gone, Tampa Bay is like the second easiest defense on a quarterback. Baltimore is like the 24th. I'd have easily just swapped them. Yeah, but if you easily had another wide receiver who maybe wasn't starting yet because the game hasn't started, you could have swapped him out for Robert Woods because I I was talking to you during the 1 o'clock game. If I had a better you know, running back core too, I could have put him in instead of having to use Duke Johnson against Baltimore as well. You know, I had that was a waiver wire pickup when I wanted Dorsett. Alex, you I got just, a, lot, a lot of hubris going on here, man. Does I'm in first well place. I'll see I'm that, in first place in two of my leagues. That's where you it know? comes. Oh, that's, well, that's what the, the hubris leagues. is. You think you're you're on top of the world. Nobody can stop you. You don't need yeah. to do anything. Everything's perfect. You're right. I do play better from behind. Yeah, when you're when you're like in the thick of it, that's where that is uh, when you're at your best, and you're you're kind of slacking off here. That's uh, true. I'm very complacent. So uh, again, we're walking right into my next topic: just weathering injuries this late in the season. Um, I've actually done okay. I mean, like I've had Deshaun Jackson go down. I've had Matt Stafford go down, and my depth. Oh, is at least- you've forgotten about your third. Uh, third round pick as well. Yeah. Well, I, okay. He's not injuries, but yeah, he's on the uh, do, inactive list. So yes, uh, Antonio Brown. So the fact that I'm in the, in jockeying for position, I don't have a ton of points, but I'm hitting all the right notes each week, not to like knock on wood here, but you know, 
I have depth and I've been kind of cycling in players in and out throughout the waiver wire, which has been keeping me alive. I mean, the Matt Stafford thing carried me through my darkest points of the season. Uh, Deshaun Jackson started one game for me and won it. So I was like, all right, at least he was like a late round pick. Uh, Brown got me one game. Um, and I just been cycling in these other guys. I made a trade for Edelman with Ertz, which worked out great. Um, I have a backup tight end now. Oh, that's going to be the tough thing. Cause I have Kelsey's on a box this week. And so Goddard's going to go Goddard's going to go for me this week. Dallas Goddard is my tight end. So fingers crossed. He gets his uh, standard one touchdown in 30 yards just to get me 10 points and I'll be happy. But these are the things that like, I just been trying to keep up with like a new guy each week. If he's doing well, I'll keep him on my bench. If not, he's gone. I picked up Mike Gillespie from Miami cut. Now he's done. Um, I picked up, uh, Anthony, what is his name? AJ Brown from Tennessee. He didn't do anything for me, so he's done. But I'm just cycling in, guys, and I'm I'm holding strong uh, at my season average because of all of my uh, bench pickups. Yeah, my starters have carried me this far, and now it's time for me. Like Chubb is being uh, running back by committee with Hunt. Marlon Mack just went down. Aaron Jones essentially is the only running back I have on my team. Um, the more I talk right now to you, the more that bank account just keeps getting smaller and smaller because that waiver wire bid keeps going up. See, man, well, that's the problem now. You got that waiver wire to pay it on a uh, running back, but then you still have some other holes you might want to try to fill out because what if Thielen and Robert Woods are hurt again? See, but I've got Thielen, I've got Adams, and I picked up a little sneaky sneaky with Sterling Shepard. Um, oh, so nice. if, I do like that. If he, I, so like again, I'm I'm in the playoffs. So I'm thinking towards the playoffs is really the problem. I wasn't thinking about the week. All right, all right. Um, so then let's touch on the one last topic, which is again all kind of within the uh, bye week injuries problems that we're all facing right now. So just uh, uh, it's weird to frame this question. So just like, what is your whole take on thoughts on dropping players for weak positions, meaning kicker and a defense? Uh, dropping your kind of depth players who are decent, not great, but if you did drop them, good chance they could get picked up by somebody else. Or would you rather just play that spot with a bye week in a hole? Just say, I'll eat the zero points just so I can keep my depth players who I really like. Like, I'm going to go no kicker this week. Like, how do you usually balance that out? You know, it depends on how good your kicker is to start with. You could easily drop that kicker for another kicker. They're so inconsequential at this stage. Um, there's really not one that's kind of shown to be this year's number one kicker. Uh, Zerline is not doing it this year. Um, I think the Dallas court, uh, kicker is doing pretty well um, from week in uh, to week out. But I, each time, just go from the beginning of, I'm going to leave it open. I'm not going to do anything and because and I, I like my roster. And then at some point, I usually find a person, I'm like, ah, I could drop them because I just can't leave that hole on purpose. See, uh, yeah, I, I usually don't, I, I don't leave the hole. Um, it's happened sometimes by accident where I'm like, oh right. shit, I got a kicker who's on a bye, but I'm like too late to do moves. And I'm like, well, but it's a great feeling when you actually still win and you didn't even have a player playing in a spot. That is always one of the most satisfying. Cause then it is. it's definitely a kick in the face to the other person. Yeah, so I generally, though, do try to fill it in, and I will hold on to the kicker that I have 
because generally I have solid kickers. Now, if there is, there has been times where actually I swap out my kickers at the bye week and my bye week kicker ends up being the better kicker. So I hold on to them. Uh, That's what happened out. to me last week. Yeah. But I still dropped because there's the Dallas kicker. Cause there's some people who do that where they will drop one of the better kickers just because he's got a bye week and they won't carry two kickers. Like, and then you're like, well, I'll take them out. It's cool. I'll yeah, carry two kickers. It's happened for several times. Yeah. Yes. So you got to always be on the watch out around the bye weeks for that because there's usually like somebody stupid like that. A lot of times I won't drop that kicker. I'll drop some other player, some backup running back or wide receiver. But like this week, I have Myers from Seattle, and I'm just holding on to him. And I put in Sly from uh, Carolina, who didn't do anything for me. But I had an, I dropped one of my position players, and I carried two kickers. But I'm happy I did because Sly was no good, and I'm going right, right back to Myers. So now, yeah, now you can drop Sly and pick up some other running back that's not uh, Williams from uh, the Colts. Exactly. <laughs> Not even going to be able to make a move. <laughs> I tried, though. I'm on it. I was on top of it. I was like, I got to yeah. at least put this in because I'll forget about it later. Because some of these guys, I don't remember their names. I'm like, I got to do this now sure. or I'll forget later. But anyway, it doesn't matter because we're in a fab league and uh, I'm going to get outspent. Because I, I, this is usually where I, I come into my, my own, though. I usually have like oh, $70. Usually like se- exactly. That's what I was going to say. Usually have like seventy dollars. So I got to balance this out. I, I I'm doing like I said, my strategy's been keeping me in the in the mix here with my depth of my bench overall. It's a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun to play the. It has wire been. It has been fun, more fun this week. I, you have to do a little fun. more research, but it's a lot more fun to watch and and see your moves work out. Well, the, the good thing too is that sometimes I put in more money on certain players and I still don't get them, but then it ends up being actually the better thing that I didn't get them for all that money. So definitely. It, and then it's usually the ones you just kind of like small ones you pick up here and there end up doing the best for you. So like, so that's great. Uh, so it's been more fun that way. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I try to keep my, uh, kickers this year. I've been streaming my defense. So that one, I have been going in and out Pittsburgh didn't did great for me last week. No Ugh. good this week. So I got to figure out if I'm going to stream another defense. Um, so that's been a new strategy for me this week, this year is, uh, streaming defense on, uh, in the league. That yeah. We're in. It, it used to be who's playing Miami and it still kind of is, but you can also throw in Cincinnati or the jets in there. The other two. Yeah. But like the jets defense played fantastic this week and actually their still, offense didn't do too bad. Who cares? The Washington defense still got me like nine points against them somehow. Yeah, well, Washington's the other team, though. If you're playing against their offense, you should pick up on their defense if you That's can. That's what I mean, though. Yeah, there's, Washington's there's four teams. Washington's offense is so bad. Cincinnati's offense is terrible. So there is a couple teams if, you know, yeah. you're you're watching that kind of thing. So um, what do you have for bold predictions this week? Ugh, bold predictions. I was wrong. Miami didn't win. I've been off the last three weeks. Uh, maybe Cincinnati finally wins. How about that for a bold? Okay, prediction? you're gonna go with them. You're gonna throw one Why into not? the uh to the Why not? major underdog. AJ Green comes back and they win. Uh, I'm gonna say as a bold prediction that Tom Brady and the Patriots come out with like three touchdowns and 300 yards. Okay, that's pretty bold. His because their offense, he's been not good. Like I got, he doesn't wa- have to be. Their defense is so good. The, the offense doesn't have to do much. I know, but he was like, he, I watched him. They played the Eagles this week, and he looks old and sluggish and can't. You remember, have the same you remember when Peyton Manning's neck went out uh-huh. and he didn't want to tell anybody and he just couldn't throw the ball like 15 yards? Yeah, I traded for him in that offseason in my dynasty league thinking, oh, yeah. Peyton Manning, even old Peyton Manning, the floor's got to be like 15 points. No, he, he was just getting couldn't do it eight anymore. points yeah. week after week, and I was just like, ugh, my dumb luck. But yeah, that's what Tom Brady looks like. But. 
he, you know, when he gets a little fire in his belly, he can always, he's kind of like uh, Dwayne Wade in basketball. He always somehow pulls it out and turns back father time for a game or two. The, yeah, there's a, a Netflix series uh, with Paul Rudd that has a joke about that, that he's in it. He does a cameo. And uh, basically the joke is that uh, uh, before each Super Bowl, he trades in his old body for a new one. He goes to the spa, right? Yeah, exactly. And he's like, oh, is this your first time? He's like, no fifth or sixth time or whatever it is yeah we lost count on tom brady's rings yeah i don't care care? nobody cares five six who cares who cares it doesn't matter all right so those are our bold predictions where yeah man say tom brady's gonna have that kind of game being a poll prediction it's a weird weird world but that's what we're living in in 2019 and that's what it is uh so if uh you do have anything else you need to add before we sign off I'm still depressed over not putting in Drew Brees. I really don't want to talk about fantasy anymore. Yeah, I'm still depressed over you not putting in Drew Brees as well, man. I would have jumped up to the fifth spot. I would have been so happy. I lost by five points. Sam, you kidding man, me? He's like your arch rival in the whole league outside of. Oh, uh, he he used to be. I, I've surpassed him, and yeah, and, uh, but you two still have that that. Uh, no, it's true. It is it is true. If we were to put our forces together, imagine how unstoppable we would be. Yeah, well, all right. Well, uh, if that's all for today, uh, I will talk to you next week. Uh, where can people reach you at? And maybe you'll t- text out or tweet out some of your thoughts as the games are happening that you're watching. Live tweeting at Think Curly on Twitter. Uh, and you can reach me at Jay Stravs on Twitter. Uh, I'll maybe throw out one or two thoughts on the Eagles game that I'm watching. And maybe if I'm following along on my app, I'll throw out another thought. But. Not too often. I got to get better at that. Live streaming some thoughts on fantasy football. But uh, each week is a new time to get better at what we do. So, uh, Alex, it was a good talk. Uh, I had a happy week. You had a good week with a lot of... I had a good week. I'm still in first place. So, all right. Well, we'll see how everything turns out and if you win the Spendy Award and how much it costs to win the Spendy Award next week. Uh, It's going to be at least $42. We'll tell you that. All right. All right. Sounds good.